best time to have a blueprint for Wall Street is before you get in. Now you have access to the blueprint. Joe Soto is a practicing financial advisor with a wealth of experience working for some of the top Wall Street firms and high net worth clients. Joe has won many awards as a top producer and has an unblemished reputation in the industry. Today, Joe runs his own firm and his mission is to help financial advisors be the best they can be so they can align their purpose with their business objectives. The podcast mission also focuses on the most important person in Wall Street, the client. Trying to decipher the rules and regulations to win in Wall Street can be a daunting task. Sit down, relax, and tune in. Joe will take you for a tour across the Wall Street landscape and use his experience, simple average Joe language, and network of resources to help clients make informed decisions and advisors be the best they can be, regardless of which firm they are affiliated with. Tune in today. Let's go. Thanks, everyone. Welcome back. Joe Soto here, founder of the Joe Soto Project where every day we help investors get a better understanding of Wall Street, understand the financial services industry so they can make the best financial decisions for themselves and for their family. Now, I was spending a little bit of time outdoors today and you know, we started to talk about this thing with the virus and this and that and just talking about everything that is going on right now. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got something to say and rightfully so listen this virus has impacted people in different ways and everybody is entitled to their own personal opinion about how it has impacted their lives right so i'm sitting there talking to people and then you know one of the persons say well excuse me sir what do you do so i tell the lady i said look i am a financial advisor but i'm also a financial educator i have this blog called uh, at the joesotoproject.com and i try to do you know financial lessons and help people understand Wall Street. And one of the things that this person was asking me, she, she was she was really scared. She was there with her children. I think she was a single mom. And I mean, this is this type of questions I often get, uh, usually from close friends or from close interactions. Most of the time, people don't feel comfortable approaching me, asking me these type of questions. But we started to talk and this lady was saying, look, Joe, what do you think is going to happen? I'm worried about my 401k. I have this financial advisor, but um, I, I, I never receive any type of correspondence from them. I, I really don't know what I'm doing. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel confident about what it is that I'm doing. I don't understand uh, the investments that I have. I don't understand who's managing the money. I don't understand the risk that I'm taking. So I said, listen, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening right now uh, in, in the economy, in the markets. There's, it's definitely a very, very interesting year. I mean, one for the records in terms of memory, right? So I was having this conversation with this lady. She said, Joe, but what are you concerned about? She wanted to kind of pick my brain to see, you know, what it, what it is that I'm thinking as a financial advisor. So for, for the topic for today, what I want to do is I want to share with you some of the things that I am thinking about. I'm going to share with you four things that I'm thinking about on behalf of my clients that I encourage you to think about for your own financial situation. And if you're not having this conversation with your financial advisor, financial planner, uh, service provider, whoever it is that you use, like I do believe you're falling behind on the eight ball. So, you know, why do I think this is relevant? Well, listen, right now we're living in the moment. 
everything that we that we see it's all breaking news everything is a news flash everything is like pay attention this just came out and oftentimes what happens when when, when this occurs is we start to to uh, get into fear uh, we we start to try to project into the future without knowing all the facts about uh, your personal situation and oftentimes this trigger us this triggers us to make the wrong decisions so what I'm going to share with you is what I share with this lady today so I think uh, and I'm hoping that you'll find something of value out of this because these are four key things that I am watching very closely very closely on behalf of my clients so I'm going to share with you the points uh, I, I, as I see them I'm going to go high level overview obviously I, I can't go in a full in-depth analysis even though I did do about a 30 minute uh, post on the josotoproject.com I did a blog on the economic implications of the virus where you may see a little bit of overlap between these points that we're going to talk about here and and I went in in, in a little bit more in-depth there on, on some other topics uh, kind of breaking this topic down into two separate pieces so let's get on with the topic of the day what am I concerned about on behalf of my clients the first thing is our relationship with whom you see it China our relationship with China listen I I say this often and I'll say it again I wish I could bring my clients on here so they could tell you that on last November, I told my clients, I said, listen, I don't see the trade negotiations between the U.S. and China moving very, for, uh, very far. Uh, at the beginning, it was a blow for blow situation where tariffs were being thrown around and nobody was, nobody was backing down. Then eventually it was kind of like a truce and then eventually every, everything went into silence and then this virus thing happened. Okay, so here's the question that i would ask you do you think covid 19 and the coronavirus has strengthened or deteriorated our relationship with china going forward you see back in november of 2019 i felt that the that the relationship that we have with china was the elephant in the room and i told a lot of my clients in november i said let's get more conservative a lot of my clients pushed me pushed back on that they said joe we're doing great. Why do you want to get more conservative? That doesn't make sense. And I said, listen, we got to focus on where the puck is going, right? We can't just focus on where we're at right now. Uh, and that turned out to be a very good move for us. That turned out to be a very good move for us. Um, you know, and, and, and I tell you that that elephant, it's not gone. And now it's even more present. It's a bigger elephant in the room what does our relationship with china is what is that going to look like going forward think about that for a minute china is intertwined in the global commerce economy of the majority of the world look at the products that are in your house what percentage of the products in your house come from china this is just us if you go and look at what percentage of the products in the world come from china then you start to understand that our relationship with China is a special relationship. And I'm not saying, I, I really don't know what's going to happen out of it, okay? I keep studying around it. All I know is that it was put on hold back in November of, of last year. I was concerned about it and it's still on hold now. 
We haven't had any news updates, and this elephant is in the room, and I promise you when it comes out, it is going to make a lot of noise. Joe's mission is to uplift the reputation of the financial services industry, one client and one advisor at a time. Let us dive deeper into today's topic. What are you getting out of this episode so far? Leave us a comment and let us know how we can improve to bring more value to you. We read all the comments, so chime in, tune in, let's go. The second thing is, no surprise here guys, the elections, the U.S. elections, boy, 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 am I looking forward to this? Because I tell you what, I think we are in for a very, very unique election this year, right? And I'm not even going to go down the path of telling you, hey, this is what I'm going to vote for. This is what I believe in. Because quite frankly, you know, being in the money business, um, you really do have to be uh, unbiased even from that regards. You see... I can't put, I can't get so emotionally attached on who the candidate is going to be that I fail to plan for what happens if the candidate that perhaps is not my favorite doesn't get in the office. You see, I got to build a ship that is going to be able to navigate. It doesn't matter whether Biden wins or Trump wins. My clients need to be able to navigate the weather regardless of who wins, who is in office. You see? And I think I, I, I see a lot of financial advisors fall into the strap of taking a stand politically and becoming emotionally involved to the point where they become biased uh, and they lose their ability to be objective. One of the most important things, one of the most valuable things that that people and clients get from working from a financial advisor is objectivity. Okay, and a true financial advisor needs to be able to prepare and plan regardless of who's going to be in office. But one thing that you can know for sure is that we are going to have a ton of noise and a ton of volatility as a result of these elections. And the closer that we get to, to, the, to, to the election date, the, the higher the volatility is going to be. This is not some sort of news flash. You kind of already know this, but look, now we got two elephants, two elephants in the room. So now let's go to elephant number three. Elephant number three, and I and like I said, I did it, I did an entire blog on this. I suggest you go back to my blog at josotoproject.com and watch a 30-minute video that I did on what? On the economic impact of COVID-19. In other words, the cascading effects of COVID-19. So they keep talking about what is happening with the virus right now. As a financial planner, as a wealth manager, I'm trying to see okay, look at what happened because of COVID. Now, what is going to be the cascading effect, the domino effect of what has happened? Who is going to win it's who, and who is going to lose? It does very little for me to just focus on what's happening right now. And not, not just for me, it does very little for me to help my clients. I got to focus on what? The next and last point, the 18 month outlook. The 18 month outlook. I just finished doing an in-depth business plan for myself and for my clients, uh, 18 months, six quarters. And we're gonna be tracking that to the T on a weekly basis, um, you know, via a variety of mechanisms. And, and it's gonna be uh, basically 
benchmarks on a quarterly basis that I set up for myself, uh, trying to navigate these waters. This is how, this is how unpredictable this environment is. You know, so, you know, one of the things I'll tell you, okay, most importantly is, look, every time there's noise and fear, there's also opportunity. Every time there's noise and fear, there's also opportunity. You just got to know where to look. But in order for you to have an open, in order for you to want to look, you have to have an open mind. You can't have an open mind if you're consumed by the noise. And I'm expecting that if you're working with a financial professional, that they're not being consumed by the noise. Because if they're consumed by the noise, they're not going to be able to find the opportunities. And they're going to be like, what was it? What was that Italian uh, captain, uh, cruise ship captain that when he felt his boat was sinking, he decided to jump off the boat and left his passengers there. Okay. And, you know, I feel bad oftentimes, you know, both for clients and for financial advisors, because one of the things that I'm learning, right, the, the, the more that I'm in this business is that you really do have to run it as a business. And in my opinion, a business needs systems. And the most important system that a financial advisor can have for themselves and for their clients is a written financial plan. We are super excited to have you. Please make sure to use the Ask a Question button on your podcast platform of choice and let us know any comments or questions you may have. Also, please check the link in the bio as I have a ton of free golden nuggets there available for you. We can't squeeze it all into one episode. Go to the link in the bio today. Let's go. A rent financial plan is so important because every client is different. You, can, it, it, you can't be a doctor and prescribe the same medicine to every single client that walks through the front door. That doesn't make you a doctor. That makes you a salesperson, okay? So it's super important in this environment, right, that there's a set of rules and blueprints that are designed to, to, to help us navigate when we are off track, when we need to get back on track, when we're doing very well and we're exuberant, when we need to get back on track, when we're in the pit and we're doing really poorly, but we need to get back on track. We need to have some sort of guidance system. And this is the value of working with a financial advisor. So to wrap up, okay, this is the tips that I, that I have for you today. The first step is you must find professional help, uh, people that are going to be on your side. And in my opinion, the way to do this is you need to find yourself some financial advisors that are fiduciaries. A fiduciary financial advisor. You probably heard me talk about this before. Uh, you know, <laughs> you don't want to go to a, a, a financial advisor who doesn't have a legal obligation to do what's in your best interest. I just recently did a blog on this. Uh, please go back and watch some of my prior blogs uh, because I, I, I did an entire video on the value of working with a financial advisor. The next step is you need a blueprint. You need a written financial plan. Listen, when you get on a plane, how good is the pilot at taking you where you want to go if you don't know where you want to go? Okay? You see, the written financial plan allows you to have confidence to understand what are some of the potential challenges and potential rewards that you can expect on this path that you have chosen to go. 
when you want to retire where do you want your kids to go to school have you planned for long-term care do you have sufficient life insurance what if your husband dies what if your spouse dies right what what would that do to your financial situation are you prepared for that what if they don't die what if they just become incapacitated do you have the right vehicles in place to be able to help you help your family this is the value of having a written financial plan but it will also help you help your captain get you to where you want to go i tell my clients all the time i'm the ca i'm the cfo you're the ceo as a cfo my job is not to run the company and tell my clients this is what you need and this is what you want i just had a conversation with the prospect uh, uh earlier this week and he was like building a plan uh, you know he was like joe well, i don't want to build a plan based on scarcity mentality and i said this is awesome i said we don't want to build a plan based on scarcity mentality we want to build it based on an abundance-based mentality and then i'm going to share with you if it's doable or not and if it's not doable then i'm going to tell you what you need to do to make it doable and if you don't want to do the work to make it doable then guess what you lower your expectations but nevertheless you have clarification on where you're going to end up so get a fiduciary get a written financial plan and in this environment we're doing 18 months right an 18 month outlook that i'm doing for my clients that means that once a quarter we're going to get together we're going to be evaluating things we're going to be talking and we're going to be doing some checkpoints just to see where we're at where we're going and recalibrating recalibrating recalculating route just like a gps does if we need to my friends listen i want to honor you today for watching this entire video give yourselves a pat on the back listen i am super excited there's a bunch of people reaching out joe i got questions about this how can we connect with you how can we talk to you and people are asking me questions they're sending me ideas on, on how to on what they want to hear what they want to talk about and trust me I read every message and I read every email and I read every comment because I'm here for you I am your loyal servant and I am super excited that people are getting value out of this most importantly I just want to say thank you so much for lending me your ear do me a favor share this episode with a friend family member somebody that you think can benefit from this but most importantly Give yourself a pat on the back because you stayed here and you watched this entire show. And today you have made progress in your financial education, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you, my friends. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. We are here to make the industry better for all of us. Help me become more valuable to you. Leave me a comment, share this episode with a friend or family member, and let us know how we can better serve you. Don't forget to check out the link in the bio for more resources. See you in the next episode. Making the financial services industry a better place, one client and one financial advisor at a time.